Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 1st. Andy, how are we doing? Oh, first of the <laughs> month. Didn't even think about it. What a way to start the pod. Brendan. Well, <laughs> this is Andy. exciting. Riveting. This hasn't happened in a while. This feels like a special occasion. It's This is the dumbest thing going. It's still January 31st as we record. You have not yet determined, are we recording on the first or the announcement when I do my little intro spiel? Which one is it? It's like both. So you've really expanded the tent to hit this. And so it's still January 31st for another 70 minutes where I live. I I can't Um, think about when the last time we recorded on the first of the month was. (laughs) It makes me happy, you know, that, that we're back the world, on some, the world's right. We're off and running here in February. That's a, I'm glad you're just giddy. I don't know why this makes you so happy, but you are, uh, you're very happy. Uh, schedule. Should we just jump right in? There's a lot of happening. We're going to get Do you want to talk this. about news? Do you want to talk about text messages? Text messages as statements, you mean, or text messages as text messages? <laughs> I think just text messages. Who sent? The, who do you think sent the text message that then became I, the statement? I mean, it's not Justine, but Justine's the agent, right? I mean, I don't think it's Justine. Um, I don't know. What part, what part of Team Reed? You think the Clay Man? <laughs> I'm hearing. I'm hearing Clay Man. Clay Man is uh, up to. The Clayman's stirring after this latest palm tree incident. He's, he's he's maybe amending things. Yeah, he's not happy with the portrayal of the palm tree incident. The Clayman. So I don't know like what's well, going did, on. Why did this statement need to happen? Who was asking for it? Um, I mean, he's getting crushed. He's getting popped. He's, I think he wanted to like say something. It's not like he hasn't something. gotten popped before. The best part about this was like. This may say more about me than him, but I think it says more about him. Every single person I know is blocked by him. And then, like, the, they had to create, like, burn. No one could see it. He released this statement on Twitter, and no one could see it. He's blocked the Shotgun Start pod. He's blocked the Friday. Wait, he He's has? blocked me. He's blocked Will Knights. He's blocked, like, all my friends in golf media. I don't even know why. Shotgun Start pod is like a Twitter account where we just go and, like, dick around every now and then. It probably never said anything about Patrick Reed. I don't even know. He's blocked everyone. He blocked me. I, I probably earned the block. I'll just say How that. How did I get blocked? I know he's blocking. He's just preemptive blocks all over the board. I know it took me a while to get blocked, but I finally did. All right, no one well, can see this. We haven't even explained what happened. No one can pa- see this. What if so somebody he tweets, misses Patrick Reed? We're talking about Patrick Reed. Yeah. 
We didn't mention Patrick. I mean, if, assume, all right. So he tweets Patrick Reed for the few people that are unblocked and out there. So basically his echo chamber, <laughs> you know, who's he, who's he even seeing this? This is my statement regarding Dubai Desert Classic. Exclamation point. Big oh. fan of exclamation points. This is like his tweet of the line drive section. Just, just very like incongruous. He tweets a picture of like him and his wife and his sister-in-law smiling, like grinning ear to ear. But then like the text of the tweet is just this fury and anger. But this one is, this is my statement regarding Dubai Desert Classic! Exclamation point. Maybe it's time we get back to playing some golf. Best wishes. And it's a screenshot of a text. It's surprisingly, it's blue. He's got the iPhone. I figured he'd be like a Razor kind of guy or Moto, Motorola or something, but it's blue. So he does have an iPhone. It says, some people love controversy. Yes, you do. Your, your family, you seem to. But what happened on the 17th hole at the Hero Dubai Desert Classic was a non-issue. As the DP World Tour confirmed, I was not asked to identify the tree my ball struck. That was done by the Shotlink volunteers and several marshals. Do they have Shotlink on the DP That's what I was going to ask. I thing? feel like that there isn't Shotlink. You know, he he brings volunteers and marshals into this a lot and just uses them as a crutch slash sort of um, whipping. He's, he's the uh, they're the the body shield. You know, he's going into he did shootout that in San Diego. He's, he's the marshal said it was this. Up. The volunteers are taking the cannon fodder. Yeah. yeah. There are human mean, shields out there for them. I mean, they're I, volunteers. How come they're telling you what to do? You're the golfer. I should note it. I should note. This is a little ob- obfuscation and deflection here. I was not asked to identify the tree my ball struck. But you are asked to identify your ball. And he could not have identified his ball in the parameters with which he said. What well, did he say? 100% certainty? Yeah. Not possible. He couldn't have. I was asked to describe the distinctive markings on the ball I was playing. Okay. You described that. That doesn't mean you described that and then saw that. Right? No. There's like a lot of missing from this from this statement. And also like he's basically just popping. I don't know. He's shoving the volunteers and marshals in, in the way saying it went in this tree when like, I mean, this is again, what we talked about on, what is it? Monday, go to the tape, right? You have the tape right there quickly, get the tape when he's on, you, you know, he's got a three minute walk up to the, the area. Anyways, have it ready, go to it quickly. And, it just like this statement doesn't do anything. It leaves it leaves it's just completely defe- deflecting the what the issue was, and just kind of stating things that are true but not material to the problem, not material to the issue. When he talks about, I was not asked to identify the tree. We know that. <laughs> I know. I know. You're supposed to identify your ball, and you said you did. Mr. You also Mr. described the markings. Was, sure, you described the markings, but did you describe the markings then all and then see them on the ball in the tree where you dropped? So there's not, like a lot of stuff that's unsaid here. Think about this, like from a. I'm releasing Some people a love controversy. I'm, release, I'm releasing a statement about how I wasn't I wasn't asked to identify the tree. That's that's we're at this point with golf that. We've reached. <laughs> Nobody asked me to identify a tree. 
I'm looking forward to this week's he finishes with the Asian to this week's Asian tour flagship event at Royal Greens. Why no Saudi, why no mention of Saudi International? What since when is that the Asian tour flagship event? Like the Wentworth and the players? It's interesting. Again, I mean it's a cheeky, that's a statement. That's done why, professionally. Why is the why is the world word flagship become such a big term, right? When you think about the word, right? Yeah. I don't even know what that means when you think about it. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, I ultimate prize, I understand. I would like to know the origins of flagship. It probably goes back to, you know, 100 years, whatever that means. Yeah, like, um, it could be like a showpiece. I get what, I understand what a showpiece is. The main or, event, the biggest yeah. event, the whatever. The I just flagship. think it's funny. The word Saudi does not appear. The Asian Tours flagship event at Royal Greens. Like, and you can just figure out the rest from there. Um, are you appeased? Are you satisfied with this statement? Move on. Let's get back to playing golf, as you said. No, I, 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 I guess I'm less appeased with the whole thing because of the statement. Like I, the statement actually. Just it re it reopens the wound of like yeah this guy got away with something and now he's now he's he's he really should have moved it. on he should have moved yes. on right never said anything like this because it just opens yourself up for further you know questioning it's the blue uh, text message well any any lawyer worth it solves just like don't say anything never say anything. So yeah. why are why are you even making a statement? Nobody was asking for the statement. Nobody's like, hey, you know, we need Patrick Reed well, to come talk about this. He went and talked to the media. This nobody asked for this. That's what I'm saying. Who did this serve? Who did this get off? His Whose back? idea was who, this? Who did this satisfy? Because the the the, the substance of he it doesn't, doesn't have say any anything. Spo- it doesn't he doesn't say have anything. any sponsors that he needs to worry about anymore. Man, he's got so many live logos on the on the <laughs> collar now. It's like huge. Do you think they pay him for that, or he's just four, like flying the flag? Do you think, the it, do you think this was to appease DJ, the four aces captain? Was he worried about getting shipped off to the Niblicks? No, no. I mean, I think a real question DJ should be asked is, "What do you think of your your teammate?" Suing a everyone cheater. in the game. Well, that, but suing everyone. Suing everyone. I was going to write about this for the Club TFE blog. Or I have written about this. The list is astonishing how many people he sued. Golf Week, Fox Sports, AP, New York Post, Hatchet, like everybody. I think DJ should ask, like, what do you make of this guy? Like suing everyone in the game and his lawyer subpoena and Rory and all these things. I don't know. That's your teammate. I would be a little troubled by that. But this is a statement. Who it satisfies, I really want. That's what I'm more curious about. Like, who read this? And is like, you know what? <laughs> All that's, this fans. Do you that's think a great statement. Are- <laughs> I'm now convinced he didn't do anything because he that he wasn't asked to identify the tree. Like, who is the, what needle does this thread on the Venn diagram or whatever you want, metaphor you want to use? Is just totally. Was in doubt, but is now completely satisfied with what because of what was said in this little blue text box. That's I think that's I think it's his teammates. It's for his teammates. <laughs> Who hey, are his I got teammates? A, I got a ran, I got a random question. Yeah. for you. Yeah, it's not a random one. It's related. 
If I were going to ask you, what do you think Carlton, what do you think his handicap is? <laughs> what? What was that hard left turn off into Stillwater Cove we just did? <laughs> well, I just, I just this just popped across my desk. And I was told catnip. I was told somebody tweeted us catnip call a week is going to be uh, Spieth on the edge of eight. It's just a good one. So speaking of driving off of the cliff, what's his handicap? His index, Carlton. Yeah, I mean, he was legitimately <laughs> striping the shit out of it for like. 45 minutes in coverage last year. That's my only frame of reference for this question. I couldn't tell you like a good, bad, um, uh, five. One. I mean, all he does is like, play golf and be in champions tour commercials. It seems. I, I guess I'm just surprised that anybody that played like a, a boyhood role could be a one handicap. I think that's the thing is I, whenever I think saying? about him, I just think about him being Carlton, you know, in the show, he's like a dorky guy and Carl, you know, he's yeah. a one. I just am shot. I thought he would have been a 10. Well, he's been playing up at Bel Air. That's Country the thing. Club, he was plays a, a lot of golf. He plays a lot of golf. With his hey, dad. Go ahead. Uh, I got a little, a little shotgun scoop. <laughs> shotgun scoop. What's this about Carlton? No, no, this is back to live. Oh, okay. All right. I'm glad. I got a um, little intel about a couple team names. Oh. Out with, out with some old, in with some no, new. No, we, we've heard about this for a while, right? I mean, Sergio let it slip. I think it was in Portland, which was, again, event two. Dose. And apparently, he, you know, I think he was doing his little selfie videos, like fireballs are out, new colors, new team name. But that never changed as far as we know. Fireball stayed for year, uh, stayed on in year through year one and I think is back for year two. I haven't seen anything. What are you suggesting is changing? I know they've been looking for fireballs. Brand- fireballs are back. They they aren't changing. So. So you can all, all the people that bought fireballs merch that was worried about your. You know, merch being not relevant anymore. You're in luck. Thank God. I've had to, you know, guardians, <laughs> commanders, you know, I've just had to really turn over the wardrobe here as, as in my house a lot lately. I just couldn't do another one with all my fireballs merch rebranding. Okay. All right. So RIP the Niblix. <laughs> the last place Niblix? <laughs> Bubba Watson led Niflix are no more. They came, they saw, they sucked, and they're gone. It doesn't exist anymore. What's going to be? I mean, Bubba was talking about his 10-year-old in in the Uh, logos. We'll get to to that in a minute. So Bubba's team, maybe his 10-year-old helped him with this, are going to be called the Range Goats. What? (laughs) Goats? The Range Goats. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? Like they hang out at the range? I don't know. Is it like greatest of all time goat type thing? Like they're the best at the driving range? They're driving <laughs> range greatest so of I, all times? Or they're what, like goats out there munching the grass? What's when I going think on? About James Pyatt and Turk Pettit, I think about goats, greatest of all time. I think we're headed for a three names in three years situation with the Niblix turned range goats turned something else. Because I just don't see that one lasting, sticking. But maybe, I just, maybe. I mean, is Arlo going to be like, oh, the goats are making a charge? Yeah, he is. I mean, he is. But that sounds like a minor league baseball team. 
Well, there's a the yard thing. goats team somewhere. I forget what. That's terrible. Ter- and punch is no more. The Aussies. The Aussies are no longer team punch. They are. Uh, they're opting to go with the Rippers. The rip. <laughs> That's terrible too. But it's better than punch. Better the Rippers. That sounds like it's, yeah, I guess it's appropriately Aussie. The Rippers. I mean, none of this is serious, should be taken seriously, in my opinion. The Range Goats and the Rippers. Out with the Niblix and Punch, in with the Range Goats and Rippers. You think this is confirmed? You have this? You think this is what we're going to see come whatever, uh, Mayakoba in a month or so? I mean, a- everything on this podcast is, uh, is unsubstantiated. Everything on Live is subject to change by the hour, too. <laughs> let's not let's let's not kid ourselves here. Um. All right. It's, it's you, been it's been it's been fairly vetted, you know. Okay. Okay. But m- multiple multiple questions about it to multiple the, people. The range goats and the rippers. Well, here's the origin of Bubba. Bubba's over at the Saudi International, or just the Asian Tour flagship event, as it's known in some quarters. Um, and this was the big quote in the morning that lit up Twitter, golf. I mean, it penetrated everywhere. Everybody was making jokes about this. And he said he was watching uh, with his son. Why he signed? This is why he signed up. The prov- provoking reason why he signed up was he was. Wa- <laughs> he says how I signed up with my live with live is my ten year old son was sitting in the bed with me and we were watching golf on the TV, and he knew the aces. Everybody knows the aces. I interject here. They don't. Nobody knows who the aces <laughs> is. You just, I follow this every week, every day, every hour. I think I actually forgot they re- they replaced somebody. Taylor Gooch, Talor. T- Taylor, don't call me Talor. Is they out. got Uline, right? Oh, that's who it is. Pat Perez, Uline. Maybe. DJ. We don't know. Reed. Okay, well. Well, the offseason was supposed to be the interesting Part of this whole league, and we haven't had any off season. We, we don't need, know what's happened. Is it going to be a one week off season? I need man on the street interviews where people ask, "Do you know the aces?" <laughs> I need Lou Turner. I need all local newscasts across this country in all markets getting out on the pavement. And just one simple question: Bubba Watson is making some bold claims in Saudi Arabia. I would like to confirm. Do you know the aces? Hey, ask if, the postal workers. Ask who's ever coming to your door. Your co- ask your coworker. Videotape yeah. your coworker. Do you everybody know who knows the aces? The aces. Is this true? <laughs> I don't think we're going to get the response, Bubba. You know, is claiming. Okay, so everybody knows the aces. They keep winning. He knew the aces. He knew the stainers. That is bullshit. He did not know the stainers. There's no way. He didn't know the individual names. Okay, all right, all right, okay, got it. Clarify, all right, maybe I I retract my bullshit. He didn't know the individual names. He just knew the team names. Everyone knows the aces. And for a 10-year-old to never watch the game of golf, but now watches it, now I knew there was a product to be had. Liv has a niche. It has a reason. I mean, this is such pandering bullshit. Liv has a niche. It has a reason. (laughs) The team names for 10-year-olds? That's why this whole thing was started and created and why it exists and why it's going again? And why Bubba signed? Because Aces. He's, his son is sitting in bed. 
said that's the aces and that's the stainers and i knew we had a thing and and i knew i could have the range goats he then you know (laughs) he then takes a leap across the grand canyon and a quivic and you know i don't want to say makes the direct comparison but he kind of does my son is used to the yankees he's used to the dallas cowboys kansas city's chiefs he's used to watching teams and you know he keeps going on and on and i've got 10 year olds wanting to watch because they know the team names and that's what we're trying to do we're growing the game with 10 year olds hey Um, your your oldest is almost 10 yeah does he know the aces no absolutely not he does not know the aces you probably, probably but maybe I watched. Le- I mean, I, I we put the YouTube on every uh, a fair amount last year. I know we were one of the twenty thousand often tuned in, um, but no, he does not know the aces. So, um, a ridiculous quote, a ridiculous. Yet again, do I think like having teams and having names and having logos, like not to just make a joke of everything, like. In theory, it's a good idea to maybe attract to some sort of new sliver audience or try, but this is just not it right now. Too haphazard. But anyways, I, I appreciated Bubba I, um, I, using that as like a way to launder his reasons. I think Liv, I think the idea of Liv is very good. It's just being executed by the worst possible individuals. Right. Right. Like... <laughs> That's the thing is that this is this is just a non-starter because of who's involved. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we'll see a lot of them at the Saudi International this week. Uh, we'll do that scheduled for the week. But first, let's do a ad read. We got a new one, new sponsor, Fat Cork. Fat Cork. I'm very excited about this one. This was a this was an old school original kind of sponsorship partnership that came together shotgun start original kind of deal listeners diehards golf nuts who are a small business owned and operated by a listener a fellow shotgunner um and they own this champagne club champagne business um called fat cork can you explain a little bit more about Fat Cork? They got in touch yeah. with us. They sent us a little. I was reading the brochures. No bullshit. Like, I'll be honest. I didn't open. I didn't read it until like a month after it came. But I was sitting on the couch one night. I picked it up. I read through like the d- idea of this business and like why they're trying to send sell you send you good shit. And how most big label champagne is garbage, right? And it's not and like it's overpriced and the money is not going to the actual growers. And I was like, holy shit, this is great. I was, re- I promise you, I was, this is a completely organic reaction. I was reading the brochure and I was sold. Seems like a great idea. Tell us more. I, I love this business. I, I love their product. I'm not like a champagne drinker. Neither am I. My wife is a, loves champagne. So, you know, she, she hasn't been drinking much at all. She hadn't been drinking for a couple months just for a variety of reasons. Um, and it came around to the holidays and this the champagne came and she's like, All right, I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna drink uh Christmas glass and, and, and uh New Year's. Yeah. yeah. And she I had the in-laws over. My mother-in-law was like through the moon about this stuff. So the whole idea 
Brian, the founder, and and his wife, he worked in in Champagne. He gets his wine directly from the growers. So growers sell ninety percent of their wine to the big champagne manufacturers. So and it's from brand. one it has to be from one region. It has yeah, to be from, he goes and he establishes his relationships with these growers. So ninety percent of the of the champagne goes to to the big manufacturers. They keep ten percent of the champagne and they have their own bottles. So these are super unique. You can't buy them at the store bottles that yep. you're getting. It's yep. direct from the growers. And what's cool about it is like those mass produced champagnes are taking all these grapes from different growers and making them all the same. These grapes have like unique things like, you know, if it's a drier summer, maybe you'll have a different texture or different flavor, right? So it's these, the uniqueness is in it. And it's, it's, you know, it's from these local growers. Uh, so the whole idea, they ship it to you. Um, you can do a club. So quarterly. they have quarterly yeah. clubs, you can four be the, bottles or eight bottles yeah. or 12 got bottles. names. Like uh-huh. speaking of range goats and rippers, the weekenders, the frequent fizzers and the merrymakers, you know, weekenders are four bottles per shipment. Frequent fizzers are six. Merrymakers are 12. I'll tell you what I like about this, quite honestly, is that I have it in the house yes. on hand and it can just kind of, and this is, I was also sold reading the brochure. It makes like, I don't know, just a reason to celebrate a reason to like you have a couple over, you have friends over, you have family over and like, it doesn't have to be New Year's Eve. It doesn't have, it could be like a Thursday night or it could be whatever Sunday afternoon. And you just have it. You have it on hand. You don't, you don't, you rarely do you go out and like just stock champagne. At least I don't. But it kind of can make something special or more fun or whatever. And because it's there, you have it on, on the fridge or in your house. And all of a sudden you have like kind of more of a celebration. Honestly, hey, no bullshit. I like so having that. Valentine's aspect. Day is around the corner, which you call the fake ass holiday. Last episode, and Brian That's has true. already sent me a rebuttal. He okay. sent me this in an email. As a side note, I definitely think Valentine's Day is a quote-unquote fake-ass holiday, too. Oh, there we go. I already like this. Support Fat Cork for this reason alone. (laughs) That's why our mantra at Fat Cork is celebrate every day. Oh, all right. But here's the thing. When your partner knows that you think Valentine's Day is a fake-ass holiday, what a great way to exceed their expectations by getting them something awesome. And that, like... Full, like, this is not, I would tell you this if they weren't sponsoring, this shit's awesome. The yeah. the box comes and you're like, this is awesome. So yep. you can, you can test it out. You can try one of their bottles by just by ordering a, uh, a single bottle. They're doing free shipping for, for our listeners. Enter the promo code golf. It's really easy. Just the enter URL golf. is fatcork.com in the, Promo code is golf for free shipping. Fatcork.com. Something, I don't know, different. We're not big champagne guys, but like we're both like so into this idea. So into this concept. I love the champagne. And I'm not like a champ. And I just was like, I was sitting drinking. I was like, this is delicious, delightful. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the next shipment of Fatcork, to be completely honest. So there it is. Uh, The club's awesome. If you're like, if your wife's an avid champagne drinker, you are. Uh, do it. or do it it's become uh, the whatever frequent fizzer or merrymaker whatever the higher ones are where you get 12 uh fatcork.com promo code golf thanks to them for sponsoring we'll have more ad reads but 
Uh, just had to intro them. We're, we're pumped. I'm kind of excited. Never saw that one coming. No. There's a few sponsors I didn't see coming that I'm just happy and I've been exposed to. All right. Um, schedule for the week. Wednesday, I should note, I think we have the Southwestern Invitational. There's college golf. So that's immediate Wednesday afternoon, 430 to 730. I'm told Texas is kicking ass, but ASU, Pepperdine, Georgia. Big Tex. Some do other. Yeah, Sergio's defending re- champ. Do you Texas. think Sergio's rooting for him? No. No. Oh, maybe. I saw he was doing Instagram videos from his loge at the basketball game um, the other day, the Texas uh, Longhorns basketball game. So that's South. That's your first schedule for the week. Next up, we have the Pebble Beach National, AT&T Pebble Beach National Pro-Am. Um, that is Thursday <clears throat> through Sunday. That will be on Golf Channel from 3 to 6, 3 to 6, and then uh, Golf uh, C- CBS Three to seven on Saturday with the Golf Channel early, and then three to six thirty Sunday finish. Uh, we'll get to one and dones in a minute. Let's get through. So, uh, well, you want to talk about Pebble at all? Yeah, we should. I'm going. I'm going this week. Oh, I'm you going are a couple of days. Yeah, you I'm are. Going to, I'm going tomorrow, and then I might go. Well, tomorrow's uh, not a day. Well, it's a practice round. I'm gonna go get out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right, get up. out there. Yeah, you're I out gotta there. I got to try to get more scoops. I got to get more shotgun scoops. Yep. <laughs> you know, uh, what that's, else that's are you going? I'm going to be on the on the ground. I, I'm probably going to go this weekend. I think I might go Sunday and do the pod from uh, oh, from inside God. the media center. Did Just, you get a credential? Did you apply yeah, for a credential? I'm they approved you. All right. They did. I'm a, we're we're going to be on the inside. It's been, right. I haven't been to a tour event in a long time. I'm actually like, I've gone to, you know, we've gone to a bunch majors. of majors, but uh, yeah. yeah, I haven't been to tour events since before the pandemic. It's kind of, uh, I'm I'm actually kind of jacked up. I'm ready to Watch see yourself. see the people at the tour, you know? Yeah. Go see Solly, no laying up, playing in the Pebble Pro-Am. He's he there is playing. with uh, Chris Stroud. Um, him and, him and, uh, Illini great DA the pride points. of Pekin the pride of told, Pekin yeah you've told us often on this podcast. all time great uh it's solid notwithstanding it's a shitty field it's not a good field this is the whole issue with well, this event uh it's jammed it's we got designated next week designated the week after we had you know Hawaii we got Florida we got Bay Hill a lot coming down the pike can we and talk about how this is a really missed opportunity for golf that this this week sucks? Yeah, I you wrote about it for the, the Friday newsletter if you want to read about it at length. This is the first week in like no since football. September? Yeah. Without football? Yeah. And we got our one of our worst fields of the year with a sponsor at an iconic venue? Right. I mean, this is a disaster. A, it's a historic event. It's at maybe the most recognizable venue. Uh, in golf, American golf, uh, not, you know, Augusta National aside, certainly on the PGA Tour. It's at a great course. Course, How many courses in the regular PGA Tour schedule host majors? Like, uh, not many. Pebble hosts majors. Um, there's no football. I get the amateur part of it. It's just a disaster that this thing has receded. And my whole point in the newsletter is, Phoenix, like the players are almost incidental to Phoenix. Phoenix doesn't need juice. Phoenix is the strongest identity of any tournament on the entire PGA Tour schedule. The people are going to come, whether they have the $20 million uh, Especially in a Super Bowl week, 
Right. It's just going to be that. That's not it, the play. Like it's the rare event where the players are some t- can be considered incidental to the tournament's identity and brand. The Pebble used to be that way. I mean, this was the, the, the toast of the Q1, right? I mean, c- the Crosby clam bake. And I just don't know how it's unacceptable that the tour has let this fall so far. I saw today. And, and here's a larger issue that like the tour is going to have to manage. I don't envy the people on the other side of the moat. Davis Thompson, I think was on Sirius XM. I saw Jason Sobel was tweeting about it. Davis Thompson, really good young player, almost won at uh, American Express. He's in the field of pebble. He gets a sponsor's exemption to Phoenix Open and immediately WDs from Pebble, like today. And because it would have been five weeks in a row. And like all these past pros, like Hunter Mahan was tweeting at Sobel, Olin Brown, they're like, why WD? Like, why WD? Because it would have been five weeks in a row. Like, and Hunter's like furious about like, how is Pebble falling this far? How is like I understand I kind of understand Davis Thompson playing for twenty million next week, yeah. But the larger issue is like you have a sponsor at one event, kind of like jamming the sponsor at the prior event, and this has kind of always existed in a way because uh, they're like kind of competing with each other while under the same umbrella. Similar to a you know a league for the NFL or something, teams are playing the NFL, but they're kind of compete. They are competing. This is Travelers is trying to compete with whatever AT and T. They should just but allow it to happen. Appearance fees. They should just open up appearance fees. That's the solution to this. But now you have designated events, and if you're AT and T, like, hey man, we just lost like you know Davis Thompson doesn't make or break a, an event. He's a good player to have. He's a young talent to have. But like the larger point is you have, you're going to have to the juggle with sponsors, title sponsors and and companies that are put a ton of cash into this tour is going to be even more delicate than ever with the designated chosen ones. And those events all of a sudden, uh, not even the pip guys, but in like this case with Davis Thompson giving out exemptions that are hard, you know, it's like the peripheral, the guys after the top 20, you're jam, you're taking those guys too because you have a $20 million purse and the other event doesn't. So, of course, if he has to rest one week and play another, he's coming to the $20 million purse. So, this is going to get, I think, a little dicier even amongst the events. So, but Pebble, week this, this year. Again, your headliners are Spieth, who's an AT&T-sponsored athlete, Fitzpatrick, and Hovland. Those are your three headliners. Oh, you're forgetting an important one. An elite player. Who? Hoagie? Tom Hoagie. He, that was going to go champion. mid-tier. Your mid-tier <laughs> is like Hoagie, Kisner, Maverick McNeely, and Seamus Power. I, I read all these gambling articles for what about preparation for my newsletter segment. What about segment. Putnam? Putnam. Fine. Put, put, Putnam. Absolutely. He's <laughs> Denny, Paulie's Denny picks, McCarthy. Paulie's picks is picking Putnam. Says he's got he's very good well very well could win. Apparently he's like the best Poana putter in the field by a mile. Um but like it the mid tier is just not what it and then that's the mid tier. It's 156 players. So that's a lot of players after that. 
that is just I mean, I think you mentioned two gloves is in the field. Oh, the Solicitor yeah. General, as he's known here. Um, Tommy Tommy Boyce in the club in the in the event. I mean, you got you got DA points playing. I love the guy. Jeff Ogilvy's in the field. I love him. I love the time. What's DA points status? Is it just Bill Murray? Past champion. Oh God, yeah, of course. Come on. What's Fitz and Streelman gonna post this week this year? They go, what's the what's the spread on their victory? Six shots, three shots? Dirk Fitz McGirt's and in the field. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean this so do you agree with me? Like I, I feel I know like Sally it's, it's, Sally might win this uh this pro am. You think? Well, I he just could. look I mean, at this. He's a good player. I look at this, and it's just a bunch of old guys that are like handicaps from middle tees, and he hits it far. That's like Fitz's huge advantage is he hits it far. He's an athlete yeah. for a like six handicap, right? Like he's you're playing at six thousand yards, you're gonna have some birdie opportunities. Yeah, if you um, hit it far. You agree? Like I, I know we like to holler about things and get mad, and like there's like I just not think offer solutions. Is, I just think un- you have to flip designated from Phoenix to this, or at least rotate them every year. Well, you it's can't, unacceptable, right? You just can't have the first like it's the first event without f- f- football. Like people are going to be sitting on Sunday and being like, "What should I do? What do I do?" It's Sunday. I don't have football. What do I do? And then you're on CBS, a channel that has football. It's like ingrained in people's head to go to CBS. And then it's like I turn it on and I'm not going to know any of the players. Uh, do you have oh, one and done pick? Yeah, I'm taking uh, Victor Hovland. I'm taking the guy that won a USAM here he and uh, finished like 12th or 13th in the, in the US Open right after college. Like, Great iron player. The, I like taking big players when the fields are super weak, like this one. So I like burning big players because guess what? They give out the same amount of FedEx Cup points That's here as they did last insanity. week. Yeah. Um, I think in that vein, I'm going to take the duct tape boy. Speed. I know that's oh. just a cliche pick. I'm kind of mad that I took him. You know, uh. he did that whole round one lead MC hammer at Sony, and we haven't seen him since, I don't think. Um, but he played well. He's, you know, it was just one bad break, right? <laughs> that led to the four bogeys in a row that put him on the run. I, I like Jordan Speed. Obviously, he plays well at Pebble. You know, he's got the AT&T advantage. You know, they're trying to cook the books for him and, and set it up for him to win. Uh, I will take Speed as my one and done pick. Rare kind of mainstream choice for me. I don't know that a lot of people are taking it. I mean, you're, this is two weeks in a row with mainstream choices. Yeah. I mean, I thought about I can't believe Jason Day's not in the field. I was kind of leaning towards picking him, but he's not playing. Do you think he got into to Phoenix? He must have. Yeah, that's odd. He usually loves to play here. The six he, hour loves, he loves the slow play. You know, what's disappointing is Ches Reeves not in the field. I wanted to see how he's playing 18 with his new speed after a year at the title is TPI, whatever it is. So, but he's not playing either. It's, it's not, it's, it's unfortunately strong, uh, not strong. Like God, just Saturday, Sunday, we should be tuning in to see Pebble in all his glory with like, Headline players, and we're not going to do that. Um, That's how it right. used to be. Right. That's the sad thing. 
Right. I mean, Tiger used to play this event. I mean, this was 10 years ago. This isn't like 30 years ago. 10 years, Tiger and Phil were like in the final group alongside each other on Sunday. Phil drubbed him. Remember, that was a big freaking deal. Tiger and Phil playing together. That wasn't that wasn't like early 2000s. It was 10 years ago. And it's just fallen hard in that decade. Here, here so. are the top 10 ranked players in the field. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Fitzy, Hovland, Spieth, Seamus Power, Tom Hoagie, Kevin Kisner. You ready for the sixth? There's seventh highest ranked player in I'm the ready. field. Kurt Kitayama. Re- oh, yeah. He was Paulie's picks, too. I mean, I added Paul. I get Paulie's picks. I'm not and done it was yet. Putnam, Kitayama, <laughs> and Ben Griffin. And I'm just like, that, uh, that's another. I mean, the Pauly standard. We'll apply that. I immediately know it's thin out there. Ben Griffin, I that they're great players, good picks this week. But, you know, Pauly usually gets. Go ahead, continue. Scott Stallings. Dean Which one? Bur- Dean Which Bur- Scott Stallings? The fake. <laughs> The one that maybe he got into the pro am too. The roofer, whatever he was down at uh, somewhere, Georgia. Okay. Mean Continue. Dean Burmeister is Play the with- ninth highest ranked player in this field. That's crazy. I think I saw his playing with Friday podcast guest, Seth Waugh. Ah. I think. Yeah. I saw <laughs> Waugh and Stu Francis are together. I mean, the two governing bodies, you know, heads. Yeah, Burmeester is the top rated player in this field. I mean, think about this, too, is like they do those sponsor picks for like pro-ams. And it's like you're like a huge sponsor and you got like the fifth pick. And it's like, well, Fitz, Hopland, and Spieth are gone. Who do we take? Who do we take? I mean, at that point, you're just you're playing three amazing courses for like you're it's like, you know, come on. So anyway, I, I usually go on this rant the week of the BMW, but I, I have to go on it this week and say shame on the PGA Tour for shitting all over a historic event. What's the solution? I think you fl- I got to make this designated. Have, well, no, the point. solution is not have 50. 50- Frickin' events in, <laughs> on a calendar year, and then you don't have this problem. If you had, if you had thirty events, guess what? Pebble would be a big one. But you decided to make to have fifty, and uh, and then yep. you have. I mean, the West Coast swings the best swing in golf. It's the best period of time in golf, and sadly, like the realistic thing, you should go Tory. If you wanted to just say quality of tournaments, Tory here, waste management, Riv, all designated events. Oh God! They in a row or like with weeks off in between some of them. Throw a week off. Yeah, but figure it out. But they're 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 four of your best tournaments. Yeah, they're on at the best time, and they should be your like big time events. I don't disagree. Uh, all right, continuing on with schedule for the week. We have on the Europe DP World Tour, the Russell Kaima Championship. Oh, one of my favorites. Is it? Is Martin Keimer playing? I don't think so. He's a live boy. Um, it's, a, it's not a great field. We have the Hoygaard twins, Victor Perez, Ryan Fox, 
Guido Migliazzi. I mean, it's just, uh, you know, Molinari's playing still. Uh, it's, you know, you're Marunk. It's your, you're, you're kind of, I don't know, basic uh, European tour event, the Russell Kaima Championship. But again, I think a good event for the Our for guy, their John, sake. John Murph's in the field. I saw that. You know, a tweet of his, you know, I got this new Twitter timeline where, you know, you don't follow a bunch of people and you're getting their tweets no matter what. The tweet of his came across like getting dialed in. Uh, as said, like, why is there a Y at the end of your name? Your, your name spelled wrong in your Twitter handle. It's like you're, you're known as Murph around here. Murph uh, is in the field. There's a but it's just your kind of regular fair European tour event, but a good, good opportunity to look at younger guys for the Ryder Cup because they're going <laughs> to yeah, need them. Good, good opportunity for George Coetzea. Absolutely. Uh, elsewhere in the world of golf, we have the flagship event on the Asian tour. <laughs> hey, here's a quick question. Yeah. Who do you got? Three ball. Low man of the, of the week. Kutsia. Kutsia. Laratha ball or MLV. Mark Lorenzo. Oh, what a trio. What a just unique. They are playing together. They are playing together. I oh, just fixed, okay. I okay. just made this is maybe we need to start like a shotgun start bets pool. Kutsia oh, is playing with Xander Lombard. And Tapio, the guy that wears the fedora, Polkanen. What? Remember, remember the Julian Surrey rage a few years oh, ago. Oh yeah. Oh god. <laughs> he's, like he's he's, so much speed. He went to Duke. He's gonna, and he was. He's playing well. Yeah. He was taking the Kepka path. They thought. Uh, he's yeah. he's playing with uh, MLV. Julian Surrey. There's ah, uh, who else? I wonder Gunner, if Ricardo Santos is uh, related to George Santos. You think Gunnar Weeby is related to Mark Weeby? <laughs> he's got to be his kid, right? Yeah, got to be. There's no way he's not. And he's playing with Joel uh, Stalter, who might be Craig Stadler's like. Stop. <laughs> stop. Gunner, yeah, he's Gunnar Weeby. Looks like it's Mark Weeby's kick, if you can believe it or not. Um, yeah, there's it's an eclectic field. All right, do you I, think Gary Stalls got championship? God, do you think Gary Stalls, uh, Gunnar Stalls' brother from Mighty Ducks Three? Stop! We're so far <laughs> off course. This is insanity. Too much on the Russell Kaima. Jesus, Gunnar Weeby, Gunnar Stahl. Um. <laughs> um <laughs> Gunner is a good first name. No, you know I, I don't want to offend anybody, but I was talking about names with somebody on the golf course today, and yeah. I do not. This is not meant to offend, but I feel like all of these parents got like we're like, oh, we're going to be so cheeky. We're going to be na- we're going to have the trendy name of Finn. Do you know how many Finns there are now in the world? A lot of Finns. A lot of Finns. As someone who's involved in you know largely white suburban youth sports scenes there's a lot of fins out there let me just tell you that <laughs> well and i think that all the parents thought they were na- getting a unique name and and it's like the tom of this generation <laughs> yeah <laughs> tom, tom tom might be going too far but <laughs> There are there are some you know I wouldn't say it's as ubiquitous as Tom, but there's ample fins out there. Um, 
Where are, what else? Let's get going. Where are short we? Podcast. Yes, Jesus. Um, continue on with the schedule for the week. <laughs> the Saudis. Saudi International, the Asian Tour flagship event. I was confused as if Golf Channel was the actually- The flagship sh- or the premier? Flagship, according to Patrick Reed's text messages. Um, what What if you wanted to be the gunship event? Like, yeah. what's the is the flagship like? I a, know, this a was my question earlier. Is it a formidable ship, or does it just have the flags? Yeah, this is what like. I was it doesn't seem earlier. like that's the the strong military. Like, you want you want your battleship yeah. event. Not yeah. your flagship. Like that's the one that's just got flags. Is that just a ceremonial ship? Yep. Uh, the PIF Saudi International. I think it's on Golf Channel. This is what I'm seeing. I just what well, didn't appear on some schedules, but it is on the one that I on their website. Stream how to watch Thursday three to five a.m. six thirty to nine a.m. Same for Friday. Saturday. It looks like it's. Tape delayed. It's streaming all morning, but tape delayed seven thirty to 9.30 in the same 9.30 to 11.30. It's really really rough that Golf Channel squeezed these guys. Doesn't seem like they did. Seems like they're getting as much as Russell Kyma. Tape tape delayed. Lots of tape delayed. I mean, yeah, but when you have two events in the Middle East, you got to pick one. (laughs) I guess they can't, you know, to do live. You got to do Russell Kyma. And uh, yeah, so it'll be streaming though. Uh, it is a good field. Uh, it's one you'd expect of a flagship event. Um, I don't see the strength of field on OWGR yet because I was kind of curious where it came in as uh, vis-a-vis the Pebble Pro-Am and obviously Russell Kyma, but I don't. it doesn't have a field rating yet listed. Um it's got all the live boys in here and a few others like Cameron Young, Cameron Champ, Lucas Herbert, who I think was just, was he third at, um, yeah, I think he was third in Dubai. Dubai. Um, so we have DJ defending champ, Harold Varner, the third Pat Reed, Cameron Smith, Brooks Kepka, who says he's the healthiest he's been in five years. Cameron Young. Leishman, That's good. I, I needed a Brooks health, health update. Leishman, Herbert, uh, just like uh, it's it's a strong. Phil, Phil said he wasn't going to play. I don't. Phil said he didn't want to play till Mexico. He was not contracted. He said he's not obligated to play this, but he. I don't know why he wanted. He said he feels good and wants to play. Phil is just, you know, he does this interview with Bob Herrig on whatever it was Tuesday, Monday, or something like that. And in it, he's doing like the Raphael Palmero thing. I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> like he just blew up what, what the entire po- sport. It was just a, Raphael Palmero. I haven't thought about him in a while. Just a, like like the last year didn't exist, and nothing happened. And the, I'm just putting last year out of my mind and disengaging. A lot of stuff happened. Like that is the yada 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 of the century. A lot of stuff happened. And I'm refocused on today and starting the year. And this interview in Sports Illustrated is just kind of a lot about that kind of stuff. And, you know, I got to say, it doesn't seem like he's disengaging at all. He's on Twitter. He's trolling. He seems like he's back. He's he's quite engaged. And he seems like he's being litigious or, I don't know, uh, uh, just confrontational in a way. But he's back. 
With a it seems pep. like he's just going to be back to filling, you know? Yeah. And uh, it seems like he, he, in his mind, has put last year to bed, so everybody else should. That's his attitude. And, you know, to a certain extent, you have to respect some of the irrationality of that, is that everybody just can fit, forget that he completely blew up and divided golf. Men's professional golf did some did like regardless of how you feel about live or the tour and you're one for one or the other. He did some pretty underhanded sketchy shit throughout. He did it in a sketchy way, the way he went about it. And, you know, I think his, his behavior around a lot of things had worn on a lot of people um, around this, but yeah, it's just, it's, I'm not here to talk about the past. Didn't happen. Uh, he did have a quote. Similar to kind of what you were getting at with the European tour last week. In a couple of weeks, I expect the players, the live players will win their case in the UK and will open the doors for all players to play on the European tour. There's a very good chance you'll have more showdowns, more head to head competitions like you saw, like you saw last week in Dubai. And that would be a really good thing for the game. Um, the headline got taken out of context. Like, Oh, the showdowns are coming. Like work live is coming for you. But I think he's just talking about drama uh, friction, controversy, like this will be good. Like we got in Dubai. I mean, they added an element. You were talking about that. Should the European tour just be this big tent circus that commingles everybody, right? And you you get this stuff. So maybe Phil thinks, Phil thinks that's the way it's going. Um, I think I, that's it. You know, between the, between the live boys, you know, the drop-ins, and some of these names, I can't get over some of these names in this European tour event. Freddie Shot, what a great name! Yeah. Hugo Hugo Mason Trommeter. Oh, there, I Hugo. mean, there's so many that you should go to the Challenge Tour. Your mind will be blown by the names down on the European Challenge Tour. It's wild. Some of them. I mean, there's like a lot great, more great diversity. Names. It's great. Can we do a rapid segment news? Real rapid. Yeah. Is that all right? While we read the names off. I noticed the tour scrub Zalator's putting stroke, the like yippee putting stroke that I think Eric Patterson had. Yeah. After it got 4 million views. I just don't think you can do that. Are you want to be a tour or are you not? You want to be a sports entertainment product? You want to be a, like, I, I, this is a standing thing. I just, uh, it's not the biggest thing in the world, but I think it's a bullshit move by the tour. Everybody's seen it. It's your players are out there for public consumption. And um, I, I'm sure it likely could have come from the players group, the request. But I just don't think you can do that. And if you're going to do it, you have to make it available on your social channels. I think it's just a it's a Mickey Mouse deal. And it's just not the way you should run, you know, your, your sports entertainment product. That's news for me. Uh, you like... A- I'm not like a huge fan of this guy, but I like following him because I get updates. I get I get to see cool plays in the NBA. Rob per, uh, Perez on uh, he just worldwide lob or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah. All he does yeah. is tweet videos of plays, and it's like I laugh a lot of times because he gets these like funny ass plays, like these funny ass things that happen in the yeah. game. Yeah, and it's like, why can't you just be like that? Why can't you just let people celebrate your game? Like, that's yeah. the thing. 
Well, they're not celebrating it, but they're consuming they are, it. Though. And they're, they're spreading consumer- it. Viral. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're, sh- they're, you know, whether it's good or bad, like, you know, this is part of the thing, like part of the deal with playing golf for money, playing golf on television for money, for he- the rewards are huge. But like, yep. also like part of it is the bad moments are on TV and that's any professional sport. Like any professional athlete deals with this. This is part of the thing. So it's like, listen, like what Will Zalatoris can say to Eric Patterson. Yeah, I, I made $7 million last year, whatever he made last yeah. year. You know, like this is not ridiculous. This is just, we, I, it uh, just sucks. I'm going to push all this news to Friday. We, what else you got? Take a deal. Bassie Munoz going to live. Oh, flex deal. I think he got bounced from. I think Flex Seal moved on to Matt Jones, who moved on to live first. I think must be going to Torque. Must be joining that Neiman, uh, Neiman Pereira team. Pereira, yeah. I mean, it's who's going to be their fourth? I don't know. TBD. Yeah. So that's uh, he's he was good at the Presidents Cup. He's won on the PGA Tour. He's not nobody. Um, yeah, he also isn't like anybody like. Right. It's the thing. It's not even honestly like Bassi Munoz isn't even coke crack. Yeah. That's He's fair. not it's just Yep. Uh I think this will get you fired up. New PGA Tour rule was written about on golfchannel.com by Rex Hoggard. Small little article. Seemed to have big implications. The new PGA Tour Tour rule can ban non-members for a year if they play, quote, unauthorized events. The PGA Tour has moved to stem the flow of players to live beyond its own membership. With a new regulation that comes with a one-year ban, according to the regulation, which began in the 2022-2023 season, so the fall wraparound, it started in the fall wraparound. Quote, any player who has participated in an unauthorized tournament is ineligible to compete in any event sanctioned by the PGA Tour for a period of one year. So sanctioned by the PGA Tour, that would be Monday qualifiers for both the Tour and Corn Ferry Tour and Q School. So tour events, qualifying events for those tour events, uh, it's it's. It, it applies to non-members such as college players or top amateurs. Man. One year. This is crazy. Um, an authorized tur- an unauthorized tournament qualifies, you know, in a golf event, you don't have the, the waiver for or it's held in North America. I mean, wait, why are they even put, like, do they want to deal with this? I I think they're probably feeling good about their position and, and feel in a, uh, in a way, in a, Maybe not. Maybe they feel desperate, but I, if I'm just reading tea leaves, I it just feels like they want to is... turn the screws and this is what they're doing. I don't know. Tighten the screws. It's like, why? how can you constrict what people do who aren't even part of your tour? You know? <sighs> yeah. This just, I mean, this, it, so I, what I, this like, does is I eliminates... I, I look at this. This is not from like any level. Like this is not a this or them. This is just like, honestly, I think this is just a really shitty thing to do. Um, and I think it's just not a good thing from the sense of like, if you're talking about just being human beings, like this is like the idea, like 
I'm not a live fan. I don't like live. I don't I I think like we've laughed and joked about live for like a good part of this podcast, okay? But if there's like a college kid who can go play a live event and play with like le- some legends of the game. Um like that's good for that kid, you know? And this is this is really shitty. Uh, it also extends to like, hey, I'm 34 and I've been grinding my life away at this and I got into a live event or two and now I'm banned for a year. I can't even go to Q school, but I played my way into a live event through the Asian tour or something and I'm not a full-time guy. It just, it's a really shitty thing because... Like in that case, that's just a guy that's trying to make a living, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just have a problem with this is like you're banning people from going to play like Canada. You can't even make a living on your lower tours. That's the problem. Is if you were offering payouts, you can't make a living on the Corn Ferry tour unless you're like top thirty player. Yeah. You're, so you're you your other options don't offer somebody an option to live. I wonder how many of those players, like how many that like actually would be invited to live. You know, how many does this actually apply to, or is it just, it's not a lot players, but it's not out of the realm of the possibility, right? It's, it's a weird, it just, it seems a little unnecessary. It's It's completely unnecessary. It's obviously like completely eliminates the whole phenomenon we have on the European tour where you have like a Lovrothaball who played in an event, Otagwe who played, I think at multiple events, they're coming back, they're going forth, back The live bot, the live bots have been, been getting at me about, uh, oh, because we saying, said nobody's won anything since yeah, what they went. Atagway won, but he, right, he, but he is just, he a live guy? I don't he's even played know. Three events. Okay, <laughs> he didn't play the full season. Okay, so yeah, that then he wouldn't Cam, have a chance. Cam Smith the won the Tour. Australian PGA too, but that he's wasn't it wasn't a co-sanctioned uh, event. So there you go. But that right doesn't back at you, bots. <laughs> So that's a one-year ban on the PGA Tour. It's no door is not open at all. So it's an interesting non-members, interesting deal. Um, we'll push more news to Friday. This was a good good hour of What's talking the about Gunner and Finn. It's late. We got it. We're almost buttoned up on on uh, on the first February first. Yeah, on the East Coast. So. All right, everyone, enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll talk to you on Friday. A little SGS golf advice coming. Uh, maybe some, I don't know, reports from Pebble. Andy gets down there. He's milling about. Uh, we'll talk to you then.